This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Crater Lake, one of the most beautiful places Oregon has to offer. Located in Crater Lake National Park, it is one of the top five oldest national parks in the United States, and the only one in Oregon. Therefore, it is one of the most popular destinations when it comes to my beloved state. Many Oregonians have been taken there by either their parents or their school. And I first visited the place when I was seven years old. I went with my grandparents and two of my cousins. We had an amazing time. And the next time I visited the place was with my parents when I was 10. And my school also took us there when I was 14 years old. And, well, this year at 21 years old, I decided to go there with a couple of friends. My friends had never been there before. And since two of them were from the south and the other was from California, I thought it would be a cool place to visit. My friends and I loved a lot of things like hiking and climbing trekking through the woods and swimming, so Crater Lake National Park was a great destination. My friends, Harley, Scott, and Melissa, went to the same university in Southern California as me. Harley, and Scott, and I knew each other since the beginning of our studies, and Melissa started dating Scott a couple of months before the trip. And all of us were young and active people who studied the same things and had a lot of hobbies in common. Harley, Scott, and I had previously done different trips to Death Valley, Yosemite, and the Channel Islands, amongst many, many others. So when it was time to choose a new destination for our trip, being a good Oregonian, I suggested we should go to Crater Lake. My friends immediately googled the place and had no doubts at all. This is where we wanted to go. So we started packing our things, and as soon as vacation let out, we traveled there. We wanted to stay on budget, but Scott, who had a lot of money, decided to book two rooms at a fancy hotel that was very close. One of the rooms was, of course, for Scott and Melissa, so the other room was for myself and Harley to share. Now, I love Harley, she's kind of like my best friend, but it felt very awkward to sleep in the same room as her. Finding the place was very easy, and once we got there my friends were very happy because it was such a different place compared to the ones we went to before. It was the end of June, which means the weather was perfect and we were able to access all the trails and facilities around. One of the reasons why we decided to travel during this time was because we were able to swim in a certain part of the lake if we took a certain trail. Now, unfortunately, the first day was too late to do anything. And by the time we arrived, it was evening already. So we decided to chill by having a meal and a few drinks at the bar of our hotel. And the next day, we were not as lucky as we thought we would be. And although it's unusual for a beautiful summer day, 
it started raining. My friends and I woke up early so that we could go explore around Crater Lake, and sadly, the rain didn't stop until late in the evening. It was very unfortunate, but we still had hopes that the rest of our vacation wouldn't be ruined. And wouldn't you know it, the following day was just as bad. Heavy rain again. It was particularly odd, since according to weather.com and every other tool we used to check the weather, it was not likely to rain at all. And once again, we had the person that was going to take us swimming to the lake cancel due to the bad weather. The man said he would take us the next day if the weather improved. And I say this because Crater Lake is actually very difficult to swim in. There's actually only one place where it is safe and legal to do so. However, my friends and I were starting to feel a bit impatient. All we wanted to do was to explore and have a good time. We had spent quite some money coming here, and we only had a few days left to enjoy it. We had been there for three days and still did nothing aside from spending time at the hotel and maybe walking a small portion of the park, but it was not good enough. And around 5pm that day, Scott had a risky yet good idea. He asked me if I still knew the place well, and I told him yes, or so I thought, and then he suggested for all of us to do the trail ourselves and go to the lake. And at first, I was a little hesitant. But since the rain had pretty much stopped and the day seemed to clear up, we decided to make a go for it. We had everything we needed with us. Google Maps, some old-fashioned map, our swimwear, music, and beer. We wandered around the national park. At first, there were some people around, but the more we walked, the emptier the place became. And even though the weather was nice because it was late, we knew people wouldn't be around. And that was actually very convenient for us. We were having a lot of fun being loud and obnoxious while listening to Melissa's Spotify favorites. And the view was amazing. But when we finally got to the lake, it got even better. The sun was shining and we put our bags and towels on the ground and decided to go into the lake. We knew that we were supposed to swim only in a certain part but we decided to do things our way. Scott tested the water first, and it seemed safe, so we followed him. Our time at the lake was great. We were only there for around three hours, completely on our own, and nothing bad happened. However, towards the end of our stay, my eyes started feeling very weird. I felt extremely tired. I started feeling so dizzy to a point that we had to wait a little bit until we could go back to the hotel. My headache was so strong, I started having visions. Yeah, I know. It sounds pretty scary, but images I've never seen before were playing in my head. My mind was warped, but as I looked up, I could see a couple, a man and a woman, off in the distance, just staring at me. Harley started speaking to me and gave me some snacks. And I asked her if she saw them. She didn't. After eating and resting, I felt better, so we headed back to the hotel. Now, I wanted to talk at least to Harley about the people I had seen earlier. I was so confused because I never experienced anything like this. But during the way back, Melissa and Scott were right there. 
and I knew they would just make fun of me, especially since they were completely wasted. When we got to the hotel, we went to the bar. There was only a few people aside from us, so Scott and Melissa got quite loud. I'm so glad we went to the lake today. It was awesome. You know what? Screw the tour guide. Let's just go back tomorrow around the same time. Scott screamed as he and Melissa kept making plans. And at that moment, I knew the bartender had heard what we did today. And what we wanted to do tomorrow. And because I was the most sober one, my friends sent me to the bar to order more drinks. But I felt intimidated. I didn't want to deal with the bartender, but I had no choice. So I went to the bar and ordered the drinks while trying to have as little eye contact as possible. You probably think this is none of my business, but what you did today was highly irresponsible. I hope you don't do it again tomorrow, the old man said. <laughs> this is the one-time thing, sir. I nervously answered. We won't do it again. I added as I grabbed the drinks and tried to leave. But the man held my arm. That's the same thing that beautiful young couple said. And it's been two years and nothing. And you know what? It wasn't just them. Which couple? I asked him. And at that moment, the man was going to tell me something, but my friends were being very intense, so I excused myself and headed to where they were. Nevertheless, before I left the bartender, he gave me a newspaper. Hand it back to me tomorrow, please, he said. I gave my friends their drinks and sat to read the newspaper without knowing that as soon as I opened it, I would find a surprise. There was a headline that read, Missing Couple in Oregon's Crater Lake National Park. Below the title, there was a picture of the couple. It was the same couple that I thought I had seen in the distance. I told my friends I needed some rest and headed to the room. And once there, I read the newspaper. Apparently, a young couple of newlyweds were missing. And the last place they were seen was Crater Lake National Park more than two years ago. Their bodies were never found. Now, like every other normal person, I decided to go online to corroborate this information. And not only did I find out this information was true, I also found out they were not the only people who had gone missing at Crater Lake. If you look for the right information... You're going to come across different information regarding disappearances and even deaths. At that moment, I understood what the man at the bar meant. That night, I couldn't speak to my friends about not going on our own and just stick with the tour. Scott and Melissa went straight to their room. and Harley didn't understand anything either, so I decided to wait until the next morning. When I awoke the next morning, I had a text message from Scott. Melissa and him had gone somewhere else. It read, I'll meet you at Crater Lake at 4pm, he said. Same place as yesterday. And all my attempts to respond failed. We also tried calling them from the hotel's landline, but weren't successful. 
we had no other choice than to meet them at 4 o'clock. As the day passed, I decided to show Harley the newspaper and told her what I read about online. And just as I expected, this made Harley feel even more excited. She kept repeating that we totally needed to go there. And when the time came, Harley and I went to Crater Lake. This time, I kept having thoughts of the young couple. However, I did not tell that to Harley. When we finally got to the lake, Scott and Melissa were already there. They had gone for a different tour around a nearby town. Apparently it was old and historic. And Harley told them about the disappearances. They, of course, didn't take these things seriously. They even joked around saying the place must be haunted. When it was time to swim, I wasn't too excited about it, and even told them not to go into the lake because I had a bad feeling. They didn't hear me. They didn't care. I sat on the ground looking at them the whole time, and all of a sudden, it started raining. The rain, however, was not strong. But, since I used glasses, it was getting difficult to see. I decided to turn around for a second when I saw a woman looking at me. And I don't know why, but I couldn't even speak at the time. I stared at her for a second and noticed that something was off. Her facial expression didn't seem real. Then... I got up and started following her as I heard my friend scream my name and ask me where I was going. The woman kept walking fast, but as I got closer I noticed her jeans were ripped off and she had some scratches on her legs. I ran as fast as I could, but she was even faster. At some point, I got irritated and managed to tell her to stop, and she did. I then asked her to turn around, and when she did it, I noticed she had a familiar face, but I couldn't tell where from. Her face was pretty, but her forehead was covered in blood. There was something unnatural about the way she looked at me, like she was trying to imitate my facial expressions. I asked her if she was okay, and she shook her head, saying no. I asked her if she needed help, she said no again. The only thing she said was, I'm sorry about them. I just wanted to help you. I could only help you. After saying that, she freakishly ran off into the woods on her hands and knees. I got so scared, I decided to run back to my friends while screaming for help, but I couldn't hear them answering back. When I finally got back to where my friends were, they were no longer there. They were no longer swimming in the lake. They were not anywhere around. And I knew they didn't just leave me there since all their clothes, including their shoes, were still on the ground. I screamed their names, but nothing. And all of a sudden, someone touched my shoulder. You need to leave, it said. I turned around and noticed that it was the same woman I saw earlier. Who are you and why? Why do I need to leave? And where are my friends? I screamed at her 
you need to leave before the rest come for you, she answered back to me. I didn't know what else to do, so I listened to her and ran back to the hotel. The trip was exhausting. I didn't think I was going to make it, but I guess adrenaline helped me. When I got back to the hotel, I ran to the bar and desperately told the bartender what had happened. And I could tell everybody around me looked at me as if I were going crazy. Except for the bartender. He calmly listened to me while having a blank face. And then he called the police. I knew this was going to happen. Stupid kids, he told me. And as we waited for the police to come, the old man took me to a room in the back of the bar. There, he told me something very important. Do not tell the police about these things, whatever they may be. Even if it's true, they will think you're crazy. Your friends are missing, and you don't want to be a suspect. So, you have to say that your friends were drinking while swimming. You need to say you left to explore the place because you didn't want to swim, and when you came back, they were no longer there. Understand. If you answer this, I'll help you figuring out what happened. The man seemed so sincere. He looked like he wanted to help me. In fact, he already tried to help me the day before, so I figured I would trust him. I told the police exactly what the man said. I remember a police officer telling me it's not the first time this happens to intoxicated people around the area. The police looked everywhere for my friends, but they were never found, dead or alive. Before I left the place, I decided to ask the bartender some questions. And he told me there was this local legend... And the legend said that there were plenty of spirits from different people around the area trying to get a body. He said some people who visited Crater Lake sometimes claim they hear or see things. And some of them claim to have seen strange people in the forest. But something was always off about them. Their faces didn't look right. They would have drooping skin or they wouldn't be able to walk normally. The man told me that he believed that my friends, along with some other missing people, have gone missing, but they're not completely dead. He claimed their bodies had been taken, and their minds had changed, and then they remain around the lake looking for new bodies to take. I didn't believe this, and I thought what he said was just absolutely crazy. But I did see something. And the person that I talked to on the trail that day did seem very strange and off. Anyway, the bartender warned me to be careful, but these creatures can easily snatch up unsuspecting victims. Whatever. I needed to get some fresh air, so I walked to a nearby town that was close to the hotel. It was probably the same town that Scott and Melissa went to that one day. And as I was walking, two random things happened. The first one is that I remembered where I had seen the woman who helped me the day before. She was one of the girls who had gone missing, and a quick internet search confirmed it. The second thing was even worse. I saw a man with sunglasses and a cap 
walking very fast. I knew the man. The tattoo on his forearm gave away who he was. Scott, I screamed, but he didn't turn. I kept calling for him and nothing, so I ran towards him and grabbed his arm. Scott, where are you going? Where have you been? I asked him. And he just looked at me. He said, what do you mean? But instead of an answer, he punched me in my face. Everything went dark, and I remember falling and feeling weak for a couple of seconds. And I tried to look where he was going, and I saw him meeting a girl who looked like Harley. But I couldn't be sure. She looked at me, and didn't even seem to recognize me. Her face was all distorted. And then they both dropped on their hands and knees and quickly bolted away into the forest. Now I know I saw my friends' bodies, but I'm convinced they were not my friends. I believe they were somebody or something else.